this is how President Biden is turning every town into a border town and every state into a border state. Hello, everyone. I'm Brandon Lewis with the Tennessee Conservative News, and we are joined by Senator Marsha Blackburn to talk about a topic that many grassroots conservatives and Republican primary voters are concerned about in Tennessee, and that's illegal immigration. Senator, thank you for coming here to talk to our audience about this very important issue. Well, thank you for the interest in the issue. I have to tell you, we were surprised to learn that the federal government, Health and Human Services and Department of Homeland Security were continuing or were sending these migrant children into the state after Governor Lee had respectfully declined the request to accept the migrant children. This is a violation of our state's 10th Amendment provisions and protections. And the fact that the federal government would do it anyway, after they have been told no, is something that is, you know, it's just not what you want to see from a federal, state, and local government partnership. And one of the reasons, we know one of the reasons that they are doing this is because the federal government would really like to transfer the cost of attending to child services and housing and health care and education to your local community. So that is why they are doing this. It puts it as a burden on your local and state governments. Absolutely. And I don't know if you know or not, but here at the Tennessee Conservative, we broke the story on the Migrant Detention Center um, here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah. Bill Lee authorized it in 2019. There are records right. and documentation that he did that against really the the Republican leadership did not want it, but he authorized it anyway, and it, it's turned into quite a mess. Our county mayor, no one knew it, state legislature, etc. Um, and just yesterday, we broke a story that not only uh, are they bringing these uh, illegal aliens into the Chattanooga airport under cloak of darkness, but now they are busing them in, switching buses at airports, and uh, also distributing them throughout the state of Tennessee. And to my knowledge, uh, I haven't seen any action at the state level to stop this, which is where it really needs to happen. Uh, yeah. what do you know well, about here's issue? the thing. Um, after President Obama did the DACA program back in 2014, then I visited one of these detention centers at Fort Seal. Now, what we then decided to do was an investigation or start looking at the Office of Refugee Resettlement, which oddly enough, it had never, they were having trouble, if you will, complying with their audit and tracking their dollars. So we did an investigation into this in 2015. Mm. And then President Trump comes in, he gets the issue at the border under control. And now what are you seeing? You're seeing this uptick of a half million illegal aliens that have been apprehended at the border and now are being moved into various communities 
across this country. This is how President Biden is turning every town into a border town and every state into a border state. I agree. Well, let me ask you this question. And this is this is not a press question. This is a because uh, I, I, I'm in the media because I had to be, not because I want to be. I started this publication because we do not have very many conservative news outlets in Tennessee. Our, our Republican primary voters and grassroots conservatives feel a little bit kind of abandoned on this issue. That's the way they feel. I have my, my finger on the pulse of that. What can practically be done from a legislative or executive standpoint? If you could wave a magic wand, if, if uh, Senator Marshall Blackburn was in, in control, what can we practically do? Because these letters to Biden they're not going to be read or acted upon. What can we do locally? I mean, this is just a genuine question that everyone is asking. And I need somebody that has the wisdom that you have to answer it for our readers. Yeah, here is what you do to get the border under control. And actually, this is what President Trump did in uh, 2018 and 2019. And therefore, you saw the border under control in 2019 and 2020. There are three things the border... Uh, patrol agents have asked for, and that is they want a wall, a physical barrier. That has been the top of their list. And the fact that that wall was being built, the fact that there were people working construction on that border, that really helped. And the cartels got the message that that border was going to be secured. Number two, the cartel has asked, I mean, the Border Patrol has asked for better surveillance and technology because the cartels are very sophisticated. These are international organizations. They are housed there in Mexico. They're in complete control of that border. On the Mexican side of that border, there is no one, no one who crosses that border without first paying the cartel or agreeing to work for the cartel and work out their fee once they get to the United States. Now, these cartels are surveilling our law enforcement, whether it's the CBP, ICE, um, local law enforcement, they're surveilling them every day. They have the spies who are up in the mountains on the Mexico side of that border. And our guys need to have better surveillance technologies they should get that. President Trump was giving them that. Number three, they need more agents and officers so that they can deal with this. Now, President Trump did something else that was of tremendous help and really helped to free up the Border Patrol so they could do their job. And that was the Remain in Mexico policy, these migrant protection protocols. And I have legislation that would put those in statute and put them back on the books. That is how you help our border patrol. And that is how you protect our nation's sovereignty. It is how you secure this Southern border. Now, the fact that President Biden and Vice President Harris have neither one been to the border to see the situation, to ask the question, what do you need us to do? And to hear Secretary Mayorkas and the White House and Jen Psaki continue to say, oh, the border is closed. It is under control. These are, they're living in fantasy land. 
this is just not true. So we're going to continue to push to get those migrant protection protocols back in place, continue to push to finish some of this border wall that is under construction so that you give some protection, some needed protection to our men and women in the border patrol, God bless them for showing up every day to do their job. Well, we're glad we've got someone speaking out on that issue. Let me ask you a question. Do you like coffee, tea, or water? Oh, coffee. Okay. Well, I've got something for you. If you're tuning in, okay. if you appreciate the conservative news that we bring you that no other outlet will bring you, if you will go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support, because I'm a capitalistic, loving conservative, just like Ms. Blackburn. If you contribute, we'll send you two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers and this list of legislators, because we have to pay the bills around here. Unfortunately, we can't just, we can't tap into taxpayer dollars around here. We got to fund it the old fashioned way through grassroots. And if you give $50 more, you get this free uh, conservative tumbler, proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. If you put Joe Biden's border policies in here and if you shake them up and dump them out, they actually come out as something common sense that would work. It has magical properties. Uh, thank you for indulging me in that commercial. Um, what else is going on that you want to talk about as it relates to this issue, um, Senator? There's just so much. And uh, is let there me tell you, with Tennesseans, the number one issue is getting this border under control because they know that these illegal entrants into the country are coming. They're being bussed by the federal government into Tennessee communities. And they know the taxpayers are the ones who are going to pay for these costs. And it will be at the state and local level. So we are focused on that. We are continuing to do our work, holding big tech accountable and looking at the Section 230 reforms and the privacy bill. My, my legislation is filed on that. We are heavily involved in the Senate Armed Services Committee, looking at funding for our military and our National Guard. And by the way, this is May is Military Appreciation Month. We are also uh, working diligently for our veterans. I've got a hearing in just a little bit that I'm going to be going to making certain that we're getting the care to the veterans that they are going to need. So uh, we've got a pretty full plate right now, but just ever so grateful for the opportunity to be of service to the people of Tennessee. Well, Ms. Blackburn, thank you for being here. Sure. Uh, we appreciate it. If there's anything you can do to give some of our state and local officials uh, the kind of courage and conviction you have on this issue, uh, I know it's not your bailiwick, but we need some. We need something to be done at the state level because we know they're going to continue to pour over the border. Uh, a lot of women are leading in our state right now. Janice Bowling and a few others at and. We need, we, need, we need the ladies to give these men some courage. I'll be honest. We need the ladies to give these women <laughs> some courage. You got that right. Well, I like to say I've got a titanium black backbone. And uh, so, you know, this is something we're going to continue to push. Thank you very much. Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative News. Thank you so much to Senator Marsha Blackburn, who cares about the grassroots out there. Until next time, I'm signing off.